All right. So, hello and welcome to the Mind of a Football Coach podcast. Today we have Brett Collier back on the podcast. Coach, welcome back. Thanks, Zach. Yeah, appreciate you having me on. I've enjoyed uh, listening along to some of the guests, so I'm happy to uh, happy to be back on. Yeah, man. Uh, it's always good to catch up with you, and I think you're one of the the bright minds of football and i think you're you're a good man and i really appreciate you coming on and joining us early in the morning now the people listening to the podcast don't have to know that but we got up early coach it's 5 48 we're doing this thing oh yeah two uh two early birds with a cup of coffee so oh my goodness i think coffee is the lord's gift to us or one of one of those gifts <laughs> yeah definitely one of them oh doubt. so coach please uh for the listener, give them a little background about um, yourself. You've been on a couple times. You can be, you can give the abbreviated version, and then talk about your season a little bit. Then we'll we'll go from there. Yeah. Um, so I've been coaching. Uh, I think this is year. I think I'm, I'm currently in year twelve, um, and uh, I've been in a couple different private schools and um, and, and one public school here in the state of Georgia and. Um, the private school I'm currently at, um, it's, uh, it's called first Presbyterian day school. We're K through 12 Christian school in Macon, Georgia. If you're not from Georgia, Macon's right in the, right in, right in middle Georgia, right in the center. Um, and we've got a good competitive, uh, school, uh, private school environment in Macon. There's a lot of different private schools around that we would call rivals and, uh, friends really I'm friends with all the coaches there and so it's a fun environment to coach in um, I've been mostly on the defensive side of the ball in my career um, and actually um, at the conclusion of our banquet which is going to be January 5th 23 at the conclusion of the banquet I'll take over as head coach for our current head coach coach Moore who's done it for for 23 years um, at our school. Um, so, uh, I'm really excited about that and, and what's next. Man, I didn't know that you're just breaking news to me right here, right now. Oh, that's really? Fantastic. I didn't tell you. Yeah. Uh, uh-uh, man, that's awesome. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. Um, so a little bit more about the story. I was at FPD first Presbyterian. We call it FPD. I was here for three years and then I left and went up to Eagles landing Christian, which those who've listened before know that's kind of mining your connection there. And then, um, and then I came back to FPD and, um, coming back, that was kind of the, the deal that, you know, in when I came back, he gave me a window. He said, between this and this many years, I'll be ready to step back and, and, and you can take over. And, uh, he's still going to be at the school, which is, I think is a great blessing to me. He's really leaving me with in a in a good situation. I think we've got a good team coming back. Um, he's going to be the AD and the head baseball coach, and his office is literally right across the hall from mine. So I can just take four or five steps across the hall and and uh, and pick his brain or say, "Hey, when we did this uh, three years ago." where'd the team stop and eat or whatever, you know, just things like that, that I know aren't going to be at the top of my head. Um, I'm really thankful to have him there that I can 
bounce those things off him. Man, yeah, that's that's so cool. I, I remember when I first came, became a head coach, I wished that there was a book you could read for all those things. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Or a podcast, listen to him. It's great. He's going to be so close to you. You all have a good relationship. Yeah, he's a, uh, you know, he's so you know the time of year now. We're we're doing inventory on equipment, and we're getting the equipment room right, and the locker room, and helmet reconditioning, just stuff that as an assistant I've never done. And uh, and uh, he's holding my hand through it and walking me through it and. All right, you need to call this guy. You need to call this guy, and you need to look in the order in this, and you need to go ahead and be thinking about that. So, uh, all of that's a little overwhelming, but it's it's uh it's fun, and I, I'm I'm really thankful to have him, for sure. So, at you're thinking, you know, in your brain, I'm I'm sure I'm taking over. What are things that you, as a head coach, want to stand on? What are going to be your your uh, what's going to be your I don't know, like your your standards. What's going to be your your pillars of your of your program? Yeah, I, I appreciate that question. Um, and um, there there are a couple things that I, I want them to be uh, the same that they've always been. And, um, and then uh, what I've been telling folks as I talk to them, and particularly our kids, because um, they all want to know what's going to be different is uh, is what you'll see, I think, is just personality differences in the program between me and Coach Moore, who, um, uh, you know, who, who who I'm taking over for. We're two very different people, um, like a 180 from each other, and we get along very well. Um, and so it's 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 interesting that he hired me to do it because I'm very very different from him coaching wise, and um, not that I mean good or bad. It just means different. Um, but he he is a very very classy man and runs a pro- program of class and um I've heard rival coaches in our community um shake his hand after a game and say if my son was in high school I'd want him to play for you you know and that's coming from a rival coach and that's just a huge confidence so what I one thing I'd like to say the same is just the way the program carries itself with class you know we've got good kids in our program we've got really good families and um people really respect our program i I think in terms of the way we're going to treat you um you're going to have a good you're going to have a good experience when you come play at our place um we're going to treat you first class our kids have always played really really hard and i think it's another piece of having a classy program you play the right way it's not just how we treat visitors and whatnot but we play the game the right way um i can't tell you the last time we've had a 15 yard personal foul and i know if you have them that doesn't mean you're not classy that's not what i mean but man our kids just know um there's lines we don't cross and um we don't hear bad language from our kids um and so just the way our kids play the way the program carries itself way our fans enjoy game day, the way we treat our kids. Uh, you know, we, we we fold their uniforms and put them in their locker every game day. We feed them breakfast. We 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 have this thing we call the Viking walk where we uh, 
think like if you're a Georgia guy, you know, the dog walk where they walk through campus, walk to the stadium. We have a thing we do like that. Um, we start up at the top of campus, walk all the way down to the bottom to our football locker room and fans line up and we've got the band and the cheerleaders and we'll have guests walk with us like the, the little league team, the Viking football league or um, softball team will walk with us one week. And um, so um it's just a neat experience. All our guys are dressed in coat and tie and the band's playing. And so things like that, um, that really um, make our program special, I think. Really hope all those stay the same. And then just in terms of the football stuff, you know, I'd, I'd probably give you the same answer a lot of coaches would give you. We're going to play hard. Um, I believe in running the ball and throwing play action and um, throwing quick game. And that comes on – you can package that and do it a lot of different ways. Um, just play with good fundamentals, you know. So the football stuff, I'm learning now as I'm going through the transition. The football will take care of itself. Um, right now I'm worried about all the other stuff. Yeah, that that's – to me, that's the biggest difference, difference between being a assistant coach, whether that's a position coach, coordinator, and then moving to the the big chair, so to speak is now all that other stuff becomes important, right? Like you were talking about ordering equipment, reconditioning. And I would love your thoughts on, as as a coordinator, you're a suggestion maker. And now as a head coach, you're the decision maker. Have you put some thought into that? Cause that's, that man, that can be overwhelming for me personally at times. Because it's now what I say is going to go, and you know, there's a, there's a bunch of different options potentially you could you could choose from, but now I have to be the one that makes that decision. That can be, <clears throat> man, yeah, that can be that can be heavy sometimes for sure. Yeah, I, I've learned just in the past couple of weeks, you know, and I'm not even in the thick of it yet. I've learned to to listen a lot more and really choose my words carefully because. I guess when you're in this seat, you know, like you said, what you say goes. And so um, I want to be really careful about what I say because people are really listening intently. And, um, you know, whether it be a player, you know, if they're a 17-year-old kid and I say something and uh, they're dissecting that and they're thinking about it, well, they – they take that to heart. And so I'm really careful about what I say and how I say it. And, and when I have current assistant coaches make suggestions about things, I listen. And, uh, especially cause I'm new at it. I'm really, I'm really hesitant to, to commit to anything right now or give them an answer because I'm, I'm really thinking hard about the implications or I don't want to back myself into a corner or, well, let me think this through. And um, so, yeah, it's certainly uh, different. I found myself listening and, and thinking about my answer a lot more than I did a month ago, honestly, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, folks have always told me that when I become a head coach, relationships will change with assistant coaches and, and players. Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't seen that yet. And uh, I, I'm. I'm really fortunate 
that uh, I'm the strength and conditioning coach, so I have all the kids in the weight room every day. So I get to see every kid in our program every day, unless they're sick uh, and not at school. So I have a pretty good pulse on where they are mentally and emotionally. And, you know, if this kid's playing basketball, how's he doing? And whether he feels good about the thing or not good about it, or this kid's wrestling or, you know, and how's he doing mentally? And, and that, I found that really helping as an assistant too, going to practice, knowing, well, this kid's a little beat up, you know, and he's not feeling well. He didn't, he's had a long season. He's not working out, you know, his best. He's not at his peak, but now as a head coach or, or soon to be head coach, I should say, um, I think it gives me a chance to know them a little better emotionally, mentally, where are they? And so I'm really thankful for that too. Yeah. It- that is so cool how you are you're already in touch with that and you're 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 looking at your players and saying okay i know you i know what you're going through how can i help you that's yeah, that's really neat man because i know for me for me as a player that wasn't always the case uh and i'm not saying my coaches were bad people i'm not saying that at all it's just to how it's cool how you're invested in their lives more than just, hey, man, go, you know, go defeat that reach block. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it, right. you're, It's more than football for you. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And uh, I think that's why we all get in it. Um, you know, I think you ask anyone and any coach that's doing it now, he had a coach somewhere that really had an impact on him in some way. And, and, you know, coaches, I, I think are held to a really high expectation. Um, and, um, you know, it actually says that the Bible that, that not all, not all should be teachers. Teachers are held to a higher you know standard. And, and when he says that he's talking about biblical teachers. So it's not, you know, it's a little bit apples to oranges, but still in our society, teachers are held to a really high standard. And, uh, I think it's a good thing, but uh, so when I say that to me, man, our coaches, uh, I think back to my coaches, they were just men. They weren't perfect, you know, they didn't do everything right. And, uh, but man, we, we are held to a higher standard and, um, but they had an impact on us and, and I think that's why we're doing it to try to help kids. And even if it's just that they have a good experience in high school football, you know, maybe it's not quote unquote life changing. It's just they had a good experience. Um, I think that's a big part of it that, that we sometimes miss. Sometimes kids just play football because they want to have a good time. And uh and sometimes we take it a little too seriously. But um but anyway, yeah, I'm I'm really thankful I get to do that and, and be a part of it. That's awesome. I I've seen one game at FPD when I was at Elka, we were scouting pace that's who we were scouting yeah pace that was that was years man, that's like 10 years ago now almost out <laughs> yeah and time goes man oh my gosh i was thinking about this the other day it's i'm gonna be year eight as a head coach man it's like where does the time go and you'll i think you'll you'll find that you'll you'll look back five six seven eight nine ten years from now and go what the heck i just started this thing <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> oh my gosh yeah, um, 
I'm just, I'm excited to get into it, you know, and, um, and see what happens. You know, I, 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 I thought you already knew this. Cause I told you earlier that a number one priority was we got to hire a coach, you know, and, and that's really where a lot of my, mm-hmm. my, my, my brain power is going right now is okay. Get the helmets reconditioned, right. hire a coach, you know, and, uh, and so we've we're we're looking now for some uh some guys to come on staff and, and help and fill some holes that we have. Mm-hmm. So that's where we're at right now. Yeah, and I I probably should have read between the lines there because we had talked before about you would take over and uh, yeah. I guess it was just the end of a long a long day for me and uh, trying to get th- yeah. you know three kids to bed. I'm just yeah. not not reading into it what I should read into it for sure. That's all good. Yeah. That's cool, man. So I've seen actually highlights of you guys on the news channel. because uh, I I don't that's what I do during like football season. I go and uh you know, look at scores and check up on people. So are you still gonna be three three five going forward? What's your what's your flavor? I don't I want you to give something away. You don't want to give away, but yeah, are you, no. you looking to changing that up? Um well, you know, if the season started today, we would still do the same thing. Um mm-hmm. but what sure. I'm really looking into is uh is some of the three four stuff and um we've got a guy on staff that years ago got really close to some of the guys that were in the sort of the Wofford school of school of thought down here. That's, that's kind of how we identify uh, the style mm-hmm. of defense, but it's a, uh, it's Nate Woody. Who's at army. Now he did a year at Georgia tech. He was at Wofford. He was at app state. And then at Georgia state here, which is in Atlanta, um, the defense coordinator is a guy named Nate Fuquay. Who's uh, who, who we have a guy on staff who got really close with him. And, you and I have talked about this before, but it's, um, I guess you could describe it as a slam angle three, four, um, where you're bringing a fourth guy and you can roll to cover three, or you can play quarter, quarter, half, or, or, uh, I, I think a lot of guys now are just playing straight quarters with it. So that's something I'm looking into, um, for next year, um, whether we'll do it. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, again, a lot, a lot of that has to do with, you know who we hire and what position and what they can do and, and whatnot so mm-hmm. um but that's sort of where uh when i'm thinking about football now that, that that's what that's what i'm thinking about and i do plan on going um I do plan on going to talk to some of the guys at georgia state um this off season and uh i know a couple of high school guys around that are really really good at it too and um, I had to – we're out of the playoffs, but I was able to watch a game at home on TV a few weeks ago, and um, it was Carrollton High School. It's a really prestigious program up here. It does a good job, really well coached, and um, <clears throat> and they were doing some of that stuff. So I've reached out to that guy. And, anyway, just going to go try to talk to some coaches and pick their brains a little bit. Yeah, I remember going, I remember going to Wofford. That would have been in 2000, ooh, man, 2012. And they just I had a the guy I went with and the staff, uh, they knew somebody up there, and they had us up there. And 
I mean, back then it was boundary reduction, cover six, field reduction, cover three, and they had some goal line stuff and some a little bit of fire zone. But man, they played a ton of boundary six, field three. Uh, yeah, that was their thing, and that's what they did. Yeah, and that's it, man. And and that doesn't sound like a lot, but in the high school world, especially when you've like we've been three five cover three um and i've i've played that look for six years now and there's a couple different a couple other things we can do in secondary but um and i've I've always i mean i've been on here before and talked about how it's simple and it's good and well sometimes you need just one more answer you know yep. and and just the ability and the waffer stuff to a, they don't know where the fourth guy's coming from, and B, they don't know what your safeties are doing. And um, just the ability to do that would would make you more uh, more difficult to figure out, I think. And mm-hmm. so, what I, what I really need to look at is how does it marry up with option and wing T and that type of stuff. So that's what I'm looking into. Yeah, and then you can do some double reduction stuff and play lock quarters and that that stuff when i when i we played it a bunch in 2012 and that's what it came down to was you play quarters pretty much all the time uh right quarters quarters can be if you're matching routes if you're checking the three by one or empty it can be a lot of work uh but it it worked it worked well for us i mean it it was something that, that helped us for sure uh, so yeah, coach, and, and one oh, thing ahead. I found is that we just need a way to to sometimes play a little tighter on routes, you know. And yeah. I think playing some quarter stuff would allow us to do that. Um, and uh, you know, we, when, when you talk about cover three, it's always vision. I'm deep as the deepest, splitting the zone, break on the ball, make the tackle. And mm-hmm. um, and one thing we ran into this year is, uh, man, there was break on the ball, and make the tackle is good, but there's a lot of space. And if that guy's better than your guy, you, you, it's going to be a long night, you know. And we played some teams who are really good and really creative at at getting the ball in space to to some really good players, and and which is what you should do, and. And so it was tough on her. It was tough on us. So I just thought we had a way to play a little tighter, you know, play some quarter stuff or mm-hmm. play a half into the boundary or um I thought it would help us. So anyway, that's just something we're gonna look into. It's so interesting you say that. This was two thousand sixteen, two thousand early two thousand seventeen. We committed to playing all cover one that year because of what you just talked about we were decently athletic but we didn't want the ball caught in space so we felt like if we were at least chasing and on his hip we had a better shot than hey i'm seven yards off the fast screen is caught in front of me i have to go close i don't know potentially 10 yards of grass uh 
Right. So right. We, we ended up playing a ton of man to man because it was man. We got that was when in the conference we were playing in where at the place I was, we got a lot of RPO too. So we didn't want any conflict on our defenders. And I mean, did, it, did we get burned a couple of times? Yeah. But it really helped us because we were just trying to take away that grass. Yeah. Which I liked. Yeah. But, yeah. So offensively, are you going to? I mean, you're the head coach. So, what do you? I mean, you talked about what you believe in there. Are we going under center some, coach? I mean, come on now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, I really, I really just, I, I, I want to hire a, a good, a good person and uh, someone that's going to fit our, our school. We've got to. Our school is unbelievable. It, it's a great place to work and to raise a family. And it's a great community. And so I want to hire someone who's who's young and has got kids and um, their whole family's in it. And, you know, we've got a couple of guys on staff like that. And it's just nothing against guys that don't have kids at their school. But, man, it's just I feel like it's more fun that way when after school there's like five kids in our office, you know, little kids and like running around and drawing on the board and it's just fun to have young ones around. So I want to hire a young guy that um, knows football and loves it and wants to be a part of the school. And, and then we'll see where he fits. I'm comfortable doing either side of the ball, but philosophically either way, regardless of who does it and what all the scheme looks like, um, uh, you know, I want to be, base in the spread and run the football and yeah. have a couple of drop back drop back uh concepts that we're good at throw quick game and, and and throw really good play action we've got a couple of really dynamic receivers we've got a guy that runs skinny post um you know as good or better than anyone i've ever been around and he's a, he's a good football player and he, he'll be back and we've got one or two more dynamic guys and we've got a veteran o-line group coming back and we've got a quarterback who's committed to georgia tech coming back and he's a dual threat so he can run and throw and so we've got some weapons on that side and um and yeah you asked about under center that's that's been for the past um I've, this this will be my seventh year at fpd that's always been part of the package and we're going to keep it and you had you had i was talking to you before we, we recorded but we had a couple you had a couple of Georgia guys on that are really good under center eye guys. And uh, I'd like certainly to have a good under center package with off tackle runs and throwing play actions and boots. Certainly like to have some of that in the package too, but time will tell. Yeah. And it's a, it's a living, breathing thing. Uh, as you're, you find out what your kids can handle, and you know this, what your kids can handle, what they're good at, uh, you know, what what works for your opponents, because that really matters too, right? I mean, because who you play determines to some degree what you call and what you do, because you're trying to take a, you're trying to match up your guys versus their guys in the best best way possible. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> I know one thing I'm going to have to remind myself. Um, you know, when, when I'm, when it's all on my shoulders, you know, I'm just going to be reminding myself, okay, this, this kid needs the ball. This kid needs the ball. This kid needs the ball. 
Um, I know um, Coach Moore did a really good job of getting getting good players the ball, and he was always each week scheming up a way to get our best receiver the ball in space or um, our slot guy the ball in space. And the flip side of that, I've I've coached on defense for so many years that um, you know we'd go through the game and I'm just like clenching my fists and crossing my fingers saying please don't give this kid the ball please don't give this kid the ball you know and yeah um and then I've come away from the game a lot thinking man they really did a good job or man they should have done a little bit better job of getting him the ball or doing this and that's probably because I know my own scheme so well but you know what we've done and I know the weaknesses but yeah like you said it's living and breathing and um what they can handle and knowing what the opponent does and and got to get our good guys the ball. So I think that's what good coaches can do. So I'll try to do that. Yeah, I agree. So talk to me about the 4.50 a.m. wake up that you, that you, that you do and why is that something you do and how does that, how does that help you? Because I need to be better about getting up early, early to, to read and to get my mind right for the day. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that question. I'm a, I'm an early bird. I like to get up early, and the flip side of that is by 9 p.m. I, I'm a I'm a zombie. You know, I'm like getting <laughs> the kids to bed, and like if you don't go to bed, I'm falling asleep right here. And uh, mm-hmm. but I, you know, that was a habit that I started um, when I worked. Uh, I had a job, and I worked. Uh, the school was about 55 minute, about a 55 minute drive from home. So, I've my whole life I've always been a very time conscientious. Don't be late. Got to get somewhere on time. So, I would get there super early because I was always like, "What if I get a flat tire? What if I have to do this?" And so, anyway, um, I just I started getting up super early to to go and uh, get up there and get my classroom set up. And you know what it's like to be a teacher. You got copies to run and this to set up and moving desks around. And on top of that, you're a coach and you might have kids coming in for film. So that's a habit I started then. And, um, and I've kept now. Um, and so I like to get up and, um, you know, make, make me some coffee and, um, and I, I read, um, Typically, I'm reading out of uh, out of my Bible, doing a devotional or whatever you want to call it. And people call it different things, but um, right now during Advent, I'm reading an Advent devotional, um, which has been good for me. And and so, um, yeah, by the time I get settled down and get the coffee made and start reading, it's five five fifteen ish, and uh, I get my kids out of bed around 6:30 and get them breakfast and um and then we're off to school. So it's a it's been a good time for me. You know, I don't get much quiet time in my day at all with you know, I work in a weight room and I think I'm going to go deaf in my life mm-hmm. because there's music and weights and it's just loud and then um it's like you go to practice and it's loud and um and getting up early in the morning like this time of year the christmas tree's lit got a fire in the fireplace um me and a cup of coffee and all is well right now so 
it's just a good good way to catch your breath before your day starts. So I, I, I've enjoyed it. That's so cool. Well, coach, I want to let you get to your I want to let you get to your kids and get them up and uh, yeah. Man, I just appreciate you coming on and, and sharing with us. And man, I I think it's great you're going to be be the head coach. And uh, man, go Vikings! Let's let's go get it. I love the fact your your y'all's colors are Georgia's colors. I think that's just beautiful. Yeah, some some a long time ago, someone must have just tried to model a lot after Georgia because our fight song is is the Georgia fight song. And oh, okay, um, yeah, and we uh kind of our standard look is the red jerseys and silver silver britches, just like mm-hmm. Georgia. So, and instead of a for the for the listeners, our our helmets are red and uh it's a little bit deeper red than georgia's red um we call it it, it, i think the technical color is scarlet but Mm. um instead of a g on the side of the helmet it's a p for presbyterian so Mm. that's what we look like and yeah it must have been a big georgia fan at some point and then the rival school plays rocky top as their uh as their fight song so oh my gosh it's yeah and so there's a lot of I guess old school connections there. I've often wondered about that. Mm-hmm. Like some, I went to school somewhere or was a fan of some, one of these teams. <laughs> yeah. 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 No question. That's awesome. That's awesome, coach. Well, coach, I appreciate you. Thank you for taking the time to do this with us. Yeah. Thanks, Zach. Nice talking with you.